0: Hey, it's Kimley, your Vancouver Realtor with Oakland Realty. I'm here with Alex McFadden, aka The Mortgage Pug. He's a top performing broker in Canada. So, my first question for you is why should somebody use you versus the bank?
1: Well, um, it's a common question. I get that literally every single day and people are often afraid to ask that question. Um, You know, ultimately comes down to choice and who's representing your interest. I tell people banks aren't bad. There's nothing wrong with a bank per se, but do you want to get advice from the people who are profiting on you primarily? Mm -hmm. You see what I mean by that is essentially when you go directly to a bank, you have one option, yeah. one solution and the people there are also not licensed mm-hmm. uh, whereas uh, ourselves and our team we have to hold licensing in the province as well as the country in addition we can work with all the banks, brokers, uh, credit unions, a whole bunch of different right. solutions. And I mean, who's taking care of you? For me, I don't care if I get paid by bank A, B, C, or D. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about the solution for the client in that interest, so.
0: Right, so it sounds like you have a lot more options than the banks. Yes. yes. Okay. We have Quite a few. Yeah. Uh,
1: we have, actually this will surprise you maybe, we have access to over 5,000 wow. conventional products. Conventional means like standard, qualified income products. Mm-hmm. And then we have over 5,000 additional products which don't fit the standard boxes of a bank, which is often where people are going these days.
0: Okay, that's good to know. So I always encourage my buyers to speak with a mortgage specialist or broker before we look at homes. So why is it important to get pre-approved before we start looking at homes?
1: Oh man, it's like walking around without a wallet, not being <laughs> totally. approved <right? laughs> So, um, you know, I think one of the biggest misconceptions is a pre-qualification versus a pre-approval. Mm-hmm. A pre-qualification is a general appointment yes. or a conversation over the phone or even an app, which is pretty common these days. A pre-approval is where a team like mine actually not only takes the documents, but we review the documents to find all the opportunities for, and maybe all the reasons why a bank might not lend to you and so ultimately with that you can have a confident number in hand and make an offer on a property which will be much stronger Mm -hmm. than if you were just pre-qualified because you'll know that you're very likely to get approved as long as the property checks out.
0: That's great to know. So what is the pros and cons of putting 20% down on a down deposit?
1: This is such a good question, and it's a question that I don't get often enough. Um, mm-hmm. You see, the reason for that is because when you're putting down um, a certain down payment, often the amount that you put down does impact the qualifications. But that being said, I find that so many people all, uh, often try to save up 20% on a property, Yes. when the reality is is they don't really need to, and by the time they save that money, the property could be just out of reach for yes. you again. Um, we saw this happen a lot between the years of 2015 to 2018 where properties were going up and up and up and up. And we saw people losing out on the market because they kept trying to save this 20%.
0: And the home prices keep going up.
1: Exactly. So it would make more sense in my opinion if someone's financially prepared to put down the less than 20%, get into the market and allow that property to build up in value uh, over time which will then uh, create equity. Now the flip side to that is in certain circumstances, if you're buying a property sole for the, solely for the purpose of rental mm-hmm. or maybe you're under a special, a special program, you might need to have 20%. Yeah. But I guess the short answer for your question is if you can get into a property and it makes sense for you financially, you mm-hmm. should do it as early as you can.
0: So home buyers, there you go. If you don't have 20%, you can still purchase. And speaking of value, how do you leverage equity in your home to purchase an investment property? Yeah,
1: this is one of my favorite questions. I keep saying that. I love all these questions. Um, (laughs) So in order to take equity out of a home, it's actually not complicated. What we do is we look at today's market value of your property, not your assessment. You'd have someone like a realtor do a a, a quick idea of what the property value is, maybe a current market analysis, and specifically an appraiser, give us an estimate. And if you qualify for it, you can take 80% of the current value out of your property. As an example, if your property was worth $500,000 five years ago, but today it's worth a million dollars, you could now pull up to $800,000 out of your property resulting in hundreds of thousand dollars of additional equity. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't cost you what you might think. The reality is because you can spread this loan out over 30 years, in many cases, you can pay off debts and other loans and and so forth to be able to actually reduce your total cost of living and buy another property. And that's something that we often teach and preach with our clients.
0: That's amazing. And last but not least, do Pug owners get a better interest rate?
1: Pug owners, uh, we've got something special for Pug owners, not just an interest rate, we've got something special. He's gonna
0: pay for your mortgage.
1: Yes, yes, all Pug owners, special deals, all on him.
0: (laughs) No, him. He has two Pugs, I have one.
1: (laughs) I like it, I like it.
0: Awesome, so thank you so much for your time. Um, As always, if you have any questions about the real estate market or even about mortgages, feel free to contact Alex and I.